Hey folks, this is Ron with On Fire Concerts, and we are here today with a very special interview this month with a member of the most distinctive and recognizable sounds of music, uh, 46-year-plus member of the Oak Ridge Boys, Mr. Richard Sturbin. Thank you, Richard, for being with us. Well, Ron, thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. I certainly am. Uh, just a little bit about your background and a little bit for the folks that they may or may not know if it's okay. Uh, you know, I was surprised to learn back years ago when I learned you were from New Jersey. Just, do people get uh, react to that when they learn that or is that strange to people? One thing you can count on for sure, you can go anywhere in this country and you can mention New Jersey and you will get a reaction. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> but yeah, I am from New Jersey, and I'm kind of proud of it. I really am. I think in a lot of ways, New Jersey gets a bad rap. I think it's a good place. Well, I, I think that it's just surprising. I mean, you know, people don't think about where someone's from necessarily, but when they, Richard Sturman, the Ridge boys from New Jersey, that's, I, I get people say, really? Yeah. Uh, but, when you started in new, early in your years, what made you want to go into the music field? Well, you know, believe it or not, you probably would not realize that right now, but the first singing that I ever did was as a boy soprano. I know that's hard to believe. I, I was in church. I was in Sunday school. I was about six years old. And, and I do remember, you know, that I don't remember the song I sang, but I do remember that experience in my mind. And I do remember that on that particular day, I felt impressed. This is what my calling was to be in life. I was meant to sing in front of people. So I basically, even though I also wanted to be a ball player, I realized I, could, I, I did not possess the talents to be a ball player. So I pursued my dream of, of wanting to be a singer. You know, and, and uh, when I got into junior high school, my voice changed. I was still singing tenor in seventh grade, and over the summer between seventh grade and eighth grade, my voice made a drastic change, and I went back for my eighth grade year. The choir teacher put me in the second bass section, and I've obviously been been here ever since. So, you know, basically, you know, once I realized what my calling was in life, I just followed my dream, you know. You know, I think there's, there's few people in music uh, that say the radio's on, somebody's listening to it, and somebody's like, who is that singing? Well, when they hear Richard Sturbin, they know Richard Sturbin. You don't have to ask who that is. That, and I think that's a good thing. I mean, that's a, uh, to me, that would be, uh, you know, but your voice is so recognizable. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, I think I'll take what you just said, and I'll take it a step further. It's not just Richard Sturbin, not just me, but when the Oak Ridge Boys, as a group, sing, there's no mistaking who that is. That solid four-part harmony, which of course I'm a part of that, right. but that solid four-part harmony is unmistakable and it's a very characteristic sound. Well, it's just, you know, it's the most, to me, it's the most, like your website says, and I, I mean, I totally agree, it's the most distinctive sound in music to me. I mean, you know, and they're just not, you don't have that nowadays. And, and one thing about the, about, about the Old Ridge Boys, I'll just say now, is, I mean, for a group to be together, you know, for 50 years, uh, that is just, that's unheard of nowadays. Uh, 
I started out promoting years ago in gospel. And I would tell people, and I won't name no names, but they'll say, the quartet's gonna be over here this week, and you're gonna say, well, who are they this week? You know, because they rotate so much. And the Oaks have been together 50 years, and that's just, that's just unbelievable, you know. Well, it really is. You know, uh, William Lee Golden was the first one to join the group. He joined in 1965, which is hard to believe. And then Dwayne Allen came one year later, you know, in 66. I joined in 72, and we've already, you know, talked about that. And then Joe Bonzel came one year after me, you know, uh, in 73. And we've been like that ever since. It's pretty mind-boggling. You know, we, we've, we've had a great career. The good Lord above has blessed us tremendously, and we're very, very fortunate. Well, I mean, for, you know, four guys to travel up and down the road together for 50 years, that says something by itself. And not, you know, to do the and, – and to have the schedule that the Oak Ridge boys – Um, You know, know, I I might I might add, you know, we believe it or not, we actually like each other. You know, (laughs) we've been together for so long that we've become the very best friends. You know, each guy in the group is different. Each guy brings something different to the table. But I think that's part of our appeal. And we've learned years ago to respect that difference. And over the course of the years, we've become the very best of friends. And I think that's one of the keys to our longevity and our success. Well, I'm comfortable it has to be. And it's like you were talking about your early years before the Oak Ridge Boys and things in your own group. You had the Keystones, which Joe was part of that, if I'm not wrong. Joe was part of that. You know, I when, when I went when I went to college in Trenton, New Jersey, I met a bunch of guys there in Trenton. And we formed a group. And the three of the guys were from Pennsylvania. I was from New Jersey, as we talked about. But they were from Pennsylvania. So with Pennsylvania being the Keystone State, we decided to call the group the Keystone Quartet. And we we started playing and working in churches up there in the Northeast. And a few years later, Joe Bonzel became a part of that group. And and (laughs) we've been together ever since. And that's a long time. I mean, you know, and, and when the Keystones were, were active, you were you got a call to go back up Elvis, uh, I believe J.D. Sumner's, and the Stamps called you. Uh, is that correct? And you went to join Elvis. You're, yeah, well, you're correct about that. You know, I, I got a call one day from Ed Ena, who's J.D. Sumner's uh, son-in-law. Right. And he, he told me that uh, J.D., you know, he had, he had a publishing company, a talent agency, several businesses on the side. So he wanted to get off the road and hire a young, younger bass singer to take his place. So they offered me the job. It involved me moving to Nashville. So that's why I live in Nashville to this very day, because of the Stamps Quartet offering me a job. I got with the Stamps, and I was only there for a few months, and uh, J.D. got a call from Elvis. and. I think it was, a, it was a matter of me kind of being in the right place at the right time. And I ended up for about a year and a half of my life prior to joining the Oak Ridge Boys, I ended up singing with the King of Rock and Roll with Elvis. And, it, you know, it was a very exciting experience. Back then, Elvis was the biggest star in the world. There's no doubt about it. And to be a part of that, it was very exciting. And I had some very fond memories of that time in my life. I got to know Elvis just a little bit, and I had some very fond memories of 
the times I spent with Elvis. So it, it was a very interesting experience to say the least. That would that would have to be something you treasure, of course, uh, being with working with Elvis and and the stamps. You know, like I said, my first love is Southern gospel music. Uh, I, I grew up doing it. I started promoting it. And someone asked me the other day, who was the favorite bass singer of all times to me? And I said, that's a question that, that just, you know, you don't know, you don't want to answer because I said, there's three people, Richard Sturban, J.D. Sumners, and to me, George Yance. Yeah. And, and the, uh, that's pretty good three choices right there. I, I'll include myself. <laughs> I, I, that's what I said. I think that y'all are... You know, well, when you mentioned J.D. and George Johns, it doesn't get much better than that. You know? it, it doesn't, you know. And one of the best things about that, those two years that I spent with the Stamps, not only did I get a chance to sing with Elvis, but I, I got a chance to know, to know J.D. J.D., in, in a lot of ways, became like a second father to me. And we would spend a lot of time in the back of the bus, riding down the road, talking about bass singing. You know, he, he was a definite influence on me and a very valuable time in my life. You know, J.D., I had met one time. Uh, I work a lot with another artist that J.D. used to come, on, come out with a lot, Ronnie McDowell. Um, and, and I just, I was just amazed at, you know, uh, at, at J.D., you know. And I... I never did work with the stamps, but you know, back there was a little bit before I got into the promotion aspect. Uh, but then, you know, you three, you JD and, and George Yance was to me, that's bass singers of all times, you know. And uh, I just wanted to let you know, I think that, that you're right there at the top, you know. So, thank you, that's a real compliment, and you know, I'll take it that way. Thank you very much. We do a little thing, Rich, on these interviews we do with artists, and I'm going to get my T-sheet out here. Um, we do a rapid fire. I ask a question, first thing comes to your mind. Uh, just a quick question, like favorite color? I will have to say green. Okay. Uh, and these are what people send me. It's like, ask them this, ask them that, you know. Uh, favorite food? It's got to be pasta, spaghetti. Okay. My mother was from Italy, and I grew up raising, you know, she raised me to, to learn how to eat Italian food, and I love it. I love spaghetti. That's my, that's, <laughs> that's me. Uh, your favorite car? Ooh, probably a Cadillac. I've been a Cadillac man all of my life. And uh, just a couple more of these. Favorite movie? Ooh, that's a tough one. You know, it would have to be, uh, a baseball movie. I, I love I love baseball. It's a passion of mine. Uh, I'd probably have to say sixty uh, one, uh, an HBO movie featuring Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. The year that that, that Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's record, you know, sixty home runs. And uh, I'm gonna throw a question in on this one with the, with the people that just put you on the spot. Favorite country music group. The Oak Ridge Boys, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that one out there. Uh, now, while we're talking about that, let me just briefly mention, you know, a dear friend of ours, of mine, Harold Reed, passed away just a few weeks ago. The Statler brothers were good friends of ours. They, they, they kind of helped blaze the trail for us. 
in, in country music, you know, and, and we're, we're, you know, we'll, we'll always be indebted to them. And, and it was, it was a sad day when Harold Reed passed on. It, it was very sad. You know, and I had talked to via email recently with Don and, um, he's got a new book coming out now. I don't know if that'll be delayed or, not, or updated with this to be added, but, uh, and I did an interview, uh, a year ago or so with, with, with Jimmy Fortune. And Jimmy just, you know, I can tell you he's an Oak Ridge Boys fan. You know, uh, we, 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 he said that, you know, we've mentioned Oaks in that interview and he said, I love, I'm an Oak Ridge Boys fan, you know. And uh, so, you know, the two greatest, I guess, four part harmonies of all time, you know. Well, you know, thank you very much. And, and I'll take what you said a step further. The Oak Ridge Boys, all four of us are big fans of Jimmy Fortune. You know, there's no doubt about it. Over since the Stadler brothers retired, Jimmy, as you know, has been out on his own. And over the course of the years, we have played several days with Jimmy Fortune, a great singer, but even a better man. And and we're we're proud and honored to know him. It's like with Jimmy, I tell people on these interviews, I try to keep them. I don't want to tie somebody up, so I say we'll do 20, 30 minutes. That's fine. With Jimmy, it went like an hour because he's, you know, he was, he, he just, he said, let me tell you about this, let me tell you about that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, I just uh, want to ask you one, a couple more things about your book from Elvis to Elvira. Yes. And how that came about, what made you decide to write your life story? But, well, let me say right at the very beginning here, I am not a writer. I do not pretend to be a writer, but I decided to try to write a book. For many, many years after I left Elvis and joined the Oak Ridge Boys, when people found out that I used to sing with Elvis, they immediately started asking me questions. What was it like working with Elvis? What kind of a guy was Elvis? Tell me some Elvis stories. You know, so... I spent so much time talking about that that one day I decided to, maybe I should write some of this down. So I got, so what I did, I told you I'm not a writer, but I got together with a good friend of mine who is a good writer and he is probably the best Elvis historian that I know, Steve Robinson. And we got together and, and I approached him and he, he, he readily agreed to, to write the book. He said, you know, uh, so let's let's spend some time doing this," he said. "But you know, I want to talk more about than just Elvis," he said. "I want to talk about you personally. I want I want I want to write your personal story in the process. So while there are some great Elvis stories in the book, there are also some great Oak Ridge Boys stories in the book. But it's really my personal story. You know, I like I said, I, I already talked about it earlier. I, I, I in the book I go back to the first singing I ever did. I talk about my uh, voice changing. And probably the most important part of the book is I talk about the major decision that I made in my life. I was singing with Elvis. Apparently on top of the world, I got a phone call one day from William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. And uh, he told me that their bass singer, Noel Fox, was wanting to leave the road. The Oak Ridge Boys wanted to know if I would be interested in taking the job. So here I was singing with Elvis. I had to make a decision. What do I do? Uh, 
And, you know, at the same time, I was also a big fan of the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, I loved them, what they were doing. I collected all their records. And I really wanted to be a part of the group. And and uh, and my, my cell phone is, is, is right here. I'm going to try to turn it off. And uh, we'll finish the interview. <laughs> okay. okay, but let me get back to the story. Uh, so I had to make a decision. And, uh, and and like I say, I, I, I really love what the Oak Ridge Boys were doing. So I made the decision to leave Elvis and to join the Oak Ridge Boys. And uh, back then, a lot of people questioned that decision. How could you do that? How could you leave Elvis and join the Oak Ridge Boys? But, you know, I really believed I was doing the right thing. I followed my heart. And, uh, and I think time has proven, you know, history has proven you know, uh, almost 50 years ago that I did make a pretty good decision back then. Uh, it, I never dreamed back when I was singing with Elvis that someday I would be in the same Hall of Fame with him. But here I am, all the Oak Ridge Boys, we are in the Country Music Hall of Fame with Elvis, with Johnny Cash, and so many of the great names in country music. Also, in the Gospel Music Hall of Fame. So, uh, it, 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 you know, you never know how things are going to happen in, in your life. But back then, I made a pretty good decision. Well, it's like I heard a story, and not to just to throw out there, that I had never heard uh, that, that you you were telling about, um, where Johnny Cash encouraged y'all to keep going when you were going through some rough times when your early years with the Oak Ridge Boys, I guess it was. And uh, Johnny and June was, was big supporters of the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, so... I think, you know, leaving Elvis and coming to the Oak Ridge Boys, that had to be a tough decision, but definitely the right decision, I think, you know. And we're certainly blessed because of it. You mentioned, you mentioned Johnny Cash, you know. He was also, he was very instrumental in, in the forming and developing of the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, there would probably not be an Oak Ridge Boys today if it was not for Johnny Cash. And for the help that he gave us, you know, we we were uh, a very much a struggling group. Johnny Cash kind of took us under his wing, both him and June Carter, and uh, he put us on his shows. You know, we had no other dates booked, and I remember we were actually playing in Las Vegas with Johnny Cash, and uh, he could tell, you know, our heads were kind of hanging. You know, we we had no other dates booked, and we didn't know if we were able going to keep to keep our group together. And he called us all one day, and he said, "Fellas." I want to talk to you guys. He said, come up to my room. So this was in the afternoon before a show that night. And so we all went up to Elvis's room. I mean, Johnny Cash's room. I'm getting Elvis and Johnny yeah. Cash. We went to Johnny Cash's room. And uh, he said, fellas, I can tell your heads are hanging. He said, uh, he said, but I can also tell there's something very special about the four of you guys. He said, so what I want you to do, he says, I want you to try to find way stay together he says i know there's something special here you guys know it no one else knows it right now but if you give up at this point no one will ever know he said you will not realize your dreams so he said what i want you to do find a way to stay together he said i will help you as much as i can he said but i can only give you so much help and he did help us financially he did always paid us more than we were worth he did but he said you're gonna to have to find a way to do it on your own and he said but if you do that he says I promise you that you guys are going to make it you will make it good things are about to start happening for you guys but you have to find a way to stay together 
I remember the four of us walking out of Johnny Cash's room that day. Instead of our heads hanging, our heads were up high. <laughs> we looked at each other and we said, you know, if Johnny Cash thinks we can make it, we are going to make it. And sure enough, you know, uh, just to, seemed like just a few years later, we met Jim Halsey. Jim Halsey signed us to our first recording contract. Uh, and then we acquired Ron Chancey as our producer. And we went on to start having hit records. And I remember when we won our first CMA award for vocal group of the year, Johnny Cash was hosting the show. And I remember when they announced us as winners of vocal group of the year, instead of running to the podium on the left-hand side of the stage to receive our award, we went to the right-hand side of the stage where Johnny Cash was standing and we all went up, we all hugged his neck and I'll never forget it. He said in that big booming voice of his, he said, see fellows, I told you so. <laughs> so he, he knew. Yeah. He didn't know. You know, and that's just, uh, I mean, the old, there, there were, like I said, in my lifetime or, or anybody's lifetime, I don't believe there'll ever be another group. And I say the Oaks, that just, you know, uh, it's hard not to sometimes just say the Oaks because that's all you need to say. People know who you're talking about, you know. And, uh, but the Oak Ridge Boys, there will never, I don't believe, ever be another group um, that do, does what y'all done, you know. And well, thank you. That's very nice and very kind of you to say that. What just, and I, I want to close this out uh, because I know you, you're following, you had other things you probably need to do, but I could talk all day. Uh, what advice, I guess I always ask people, what advice would you give to a young artist coming to Nashville nowadays, the way the industry is now, compared to maybe when you came, uh, what advice would you give? Well, I think, first of all, not just trying to make it in, in the music business or in country music, but in any avenue of life, the first step you have to, you have to take is to, you have to decide what it is that you want to do. You have to decide what your calling is in life. Once you make that decision, then you have to pursue your dream. That's what I did personally. You know, you have to pursue your dream. You have to work on your craft. You have to become as good as you can possibly become. Uh, and, and you have to perform your music every chance that you can get and do it to the very best of your ability. You never know who's listening. And if you do that, if you work hard, work on your craft, become the best that you can possibly be, good things will happen to you. There is not a plan that you can lay out. Say you go from, from step A to step B to step C to step C, and then you wake up as a country music star. It does not happen that way. Everybody makes it in a different way. You have to find your own path. But the key is to stay determined and don't let nothing or anything, I, I hate to use a double negative there, but don't use anything to deter you from, from achieving your goal. That's the most important thing. I have people tell me sometime, Richard, that, uh, that you didn't, my dad was an amazing man to me, but he, he, you know, people say, or my wife in particular would tell people, uh, you don't know, you don't know Ron too much because he don't know what no means. You know, if you, you know, I think, well, maybe not today, but it, it, you know, you gotta keep going forward. You have to, you can't say, well, you know, I'm not going to do that or I'm not going, it's not going to happen. 
you've already beat yourself, you know, when you do that. Well, you know, I think anybody that's successful in life has had bumps along the way, but you can't, you cannot allow that to deter you. You have to stay focused on your goal. And as you said, don't say, don't take no for an answer. You know, because right. that will never accomplish anything. Well, it means somebody said no to me. I always say, well, that means no today. What about next week? You know, <laughs> you know, we don't know, you know. Uh, but Richard, I, on a personal note, I'm, I want to say thank you to, to, well, to you, to Joe, Dwayne, William Lee, uh, John, the whole staff of the Oak Ridge Boys that I've worked with. I'm going to talk about our upcoming show. Uh, that we've worked with put together a show on August the 20th in Fayetteville, Tennessee with the Oak Ridge Boys. Um, it's, it's just an honor, and that's all I can say about it. And you're the whole team that I've, I've touched base with since we started getting this put together has been nothing but great. And uh, Well, thank you very much. And let me tell you, I, I'm speaking for all the Oak Ridge Boys now. We are looking forward to coming your way. You know, we're going to do our best. We're, we're anxious to get back working and doing, you know, what we do the best, and that is sing. And, and we're, we're, we're looking forward to coming your way. We're going to do our best to make it a great show. We're going, to make, we're going to work very hard to make it a great night. So we want to encourage people, come on out, spend some time with the Oak Ridge Boys, because we plan to have a great time. We really do. But it's really my personal story. You know, I, like I said, I, I already talked about it earlier. I, 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 in the book, I go back to the first singing I ever did. I talked about my uh, voice changing. And probably the most important part of the book is I talk about the major decision that I made in my life. I was singing with Elvis. Apparently, on top of the world, I got a phone call one day from William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. And uh, he told me that their bass singer, Noel Fox, wanting to leave the road. The Oak Ridge Boys wanted to know if I would be interested in taking the job. So here I was singing with Elvis, and I had to make a decision. What do I do? Uh, and, you know, at the same time, I was also a big fan of the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, I loved them, what they were doing. I collected all their records, and I really wanted to be a part of the group. And and uh, and my, my cell phone is, is, is ringing here. I'm going to try to turn it off. And uh, we'll finish the interview. <laughs> okay. okay, but let me get back to the story. Uh, so I had to make a decision. And, uh, and, and like I said, I, I, I really love what the Oak Ridge boys were doing. So I made the decision to leave Elvis and to join the Oak Ridge boys. And uh, back then, a lot of people questioned that decision. How could you do that? How could you leave Elvis and join the Oak Ridge boys? But, you know, I really believed I was doing the right thing. I followed my heart. And, uh, and I think time has proven, you know, history has proven, you know, uh, almost 50 years ago that I did make a pretty good decision back then. Uh, I never dreamed back when I was singing with Elvis that someday I would be in the same Hall of Fame with him. But here I am, all the Oak Ridge Boys, we are in the Country Music Hall of Fame with Elvis, with Johnny Cash, and so many of the great names in country music. Also, in the gospel music hall of fame. So, uh, it, 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 you know, you never know how things are going to happen in, in your life. But back then I made a pretty good decision. Well, it's like I heard a story and not to just throw out there that I had never heard uh, that, that you, you were telling about, um, where Johnny Cash encouraged y'all to keep going when you were going through some rough times when your early years with the Oak Ridge 
Boys. I guess it was. And uh, Johnny and June was was big supporters of the Elk Ridge Boys. Uh, so I, I think, you know, leaving Elvis and coming to the Elk Ridge Boys, that had to be a tough decision, but definitely the right decision, I think, you know. And we're and, certainly and, blessed because of it. Yeah. Mentioned, you mentioned Johnny Cash, you know. He was also, he was very instrumental in, in the forming and developing of the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, there would probably not be an Oak Ridge Boys today if it was not for Johnny Cash and for the help that he gave us. You know, we, we were a, a very much a struggling group. Johnny Cash kind of took us under his wing, both him and June Carter. And uh, he put us on his shows. You know, we had no other dates booked. And I remember... We were actually playing in Las Vegas with Johnny Cash, and uh, he could tell, you know, our heads were kind of hanging. You know, we, we had no other dates booked, and we didn't know if we were able going to keep keep our group together. And he called us all one day, and he said, fellas, I want to talk to you guys. He said, come up to my room. So this was in the afternoon before a show that night. And so we all went up to Elvis's room. I mean, Johnny Cash's room. I'm getting Elvis and Johnny yeah. Cash. We went to Johnny Cash's room, and... Uh, he said, fellas, I can tell your heads are hanging. He said, uh, he said, but I can also tell there's something very special about the four of you guys. He said, so what I want you to do, he says, I want you to try to find a way to stay together. He says, I know there's something special here. You guys know it. No one else knows it right now. But if you give up at this point, no one will ever know. He said, you will not realize your dreams. So he said, what I want you to do Find a way to stay together. He said, I will help you as much as I can. He said, but I can only give you so much help. And he did help us financially. He did. Always paid us more than we were worth. He did. But he said, you're going to have to find a way to do it on your own. And he said, but if you do that, he says, I promise you that you guys are going to make it. You will make it. Good things are about to start happening for you guys, but you have to find a way to stay together. I remember the four of us walking out of Johnny Cash's room that day. Instead of our heads hanging, our heads were up high. We looked at each other and we said, you know, if Johnny Cash thinks we can make it, we are going to make it. And sure enough, you know, uh, just it seemed like just a few years later, we met Jim Halsey. Jim Halsey signed us to our first recording contract. Uh, and then we acquired Ron Chansey as our producer. And we went on to start having hit records. And I remember when we won our first CMA award for vocal group of the year, Johnny Cash was hosting the show. And I remember when they announced us as winners of vocal group of the year, instead of running to the podium on the left-hand side of the stage to receive our award, we went to the right-hand side of the stage where Johnny Cash was standing and we all went up, we all hugged his neck and I'll never forget it. He said, in that big booming voice of his, he said, see fellows, I told you so. <laughs> so he, he knew. Yeah. He didn't know. You know, and that's just, uh, I mean, the Oaks, there were, like I said, in my lifetime or, or anybody's lifetime, I don't believe there'll ever be another group. And I say the Oaks, that just, you know, uh, it's hard not to sometimes just say the Oaks because that's all you need to say. People know who you're talking about, you know. And, uh, but the Oak Ridge Boys, there will never, I don't believe, ever be another group um, 
Take does what y'all done, you know. And well, thank you. That's very nice and very kind of you to say that. What just and I, I want to close this out uh, because I know you you're following. You had other things you probably need to do, but I could talk all day. Uh, what advice? I guess I always ask people. What advice would you give to a young artist coming to Nashville nowadays, the way the industry is now? compared to maybe when you came, uh, what advice would you give? Well, I think first of all, not just trying to make it in, in the music business or in country music, but in any avenue of life, the first step you have to, you have to take is you have to decide what it is that you want to do. You have to decide what your calling is in life. Once you make that decision, then you have to pursue your dream. That's what I did personally. You know, you have to pursue your dream. You have to work on your craft. You have to become as good as you can possibly become. Uh, and, and you have to perform your music every chance that you can get and do it to the very best of your ability. You never know who's listening. And if you do that, if you work hard, work on your craft, become the best that you can possibly be, good things will happen to you. There is not a plan that you can lay out, say, you go from, from step A to step B to step C to step C, and then you wake up as a country music star. It does not happen that way. Everybody makes it in a different way. You have to find your own path. But the key is to stay determined and don't let nothing or anything, I, I hate to use a double negative there, but don't use anything to deter you from, from achieving your goal. That's the most important thing. I have people tell me sometimes, Richard, that uh, that you didn't, my dad was an amazing man to me. But he, he, you know, people say, or my wife in particular, would tell people, uh, "You don't know, you don't know Ron too much because he don't know what no means." You know, if you, you know, I think, well, maybe not today, but it, it, you know, you got to keep going forward. You have to. It, you can't say, "Well, you know, I'm not going to do that," or "I'm not going. It's not going to happen." You've already beat yourself, you know, when you do that. Well, you know, I think anybody that's successful in life has had bumps along the way, but you can't, you cannot allow that to deter you. You have to stay focused on your goal. And as you said, don't say, don't take no for an answer, you know, because right. it will never accomplish anything. Well, it means somebody says no to me. I always say, well, that means no today. What about next week? You know, <laughs> you know, we don't know, you know. Uh, but Richard, I, on a personal note, I'm, I want to say thank you to, to, well, to you, to Joe, Dwayne, William Lee, uh, you know, John, the whole staff of the Oak Ridge Boys at, that I've worked with. I'm going to talk about our upcoming show uh, that we've worked with, put together a show on August the 20th in Fayetteville, Tennessee with the Oak Ridge Boys. Um, it's, it's just an honor. And that's all I can say about it. And you're the whole team that I've, I've touched base with since we started getting this put together has been nothing but great. And uh, Well, thank you very much. And let me tell you, I, I'm speaking for all the Oak Ridge boys now. We are looking forward to coming your way. You know, we're going to do our best. We're, we're anxious to get back working and doing, you know, what we do the best, and that is sing. And, and we're, we're, we're looking forward to coming your way. We're going to do our best to make it a great show. We're going to make, we're going to work very hard to make it a great night. So we want to encourage people come on out, 
spend some time with the Oak Ridge boys because we plan to have a great time. We really do. It will be great. About the Oak Ridge Boys is on the Oak Ridge Boys website. And it is Oak Ridge Boys, all one word, oakridgeboys.com. It's a wealth of information on the Oak Ridge Boys. Okay. Well, Richard, we're going to close in. And, and I, man, I, I appreciate it. And it was, it's been an honor. Let me, let me tell you, when we come your way, you can count on the fact you're going to hear Elvira. <laughs> you're going to hear me do giddy up a oom pop a oom pop a mile mile. That is the law. And we're going to do all the hits you expect to hear. We're going to throw in some gospel. We're patriotic guys. We love this country. It's just going to be a great night of good family entertainment. So we encourage everyone, come on out and spend some time with the Oak Ridge Boys.